coffee for one through your headphones whenever you feel like it. Even in the afternoon or after dinner. Say it again, it keeps me awake. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, did you see the news across the weekend of a white whale washing up onto the beach at Malakuda? I did see that. A lot of people thinking it was Migaloo, uh, the famous white whale out there. Um, others probably thought it was Moby Dick, because isn't he a big white whale? I don't think he's white. Isn't he? I don't even know if, if Moby is a he. <laughs> well, no, nor did do they, I. I would assume so. Do they mention his... Or well, it's, it's not Moby Vagina. <laughs> Look, the scientists at the time of recording could say that they were pretty sure it wasn't Migaloo, but they mm. still needed to do some testings. But look, apparently there's only about, you know, four or so of these white whales in the world. And they for a long time, up until about 2011, I believe, they thought that Migaloo was the only one. Wow. Very rare. So, yeah, very sad to see the news over the weekend. Uh, officers had examined images of the uh, of the dead whale at Malakuda, according to abc.net.au, and uh, said that it is a sub-adult female and Migaloo is a male. So that's one of the ways that they were able to determine that. Well, there you go. There's Matt O'Kine's Mammal Watch uh, done for another week. Mammal Mondays here. Hope you are going very, very well. It's got a big show for you today. Our producer, Bron's going to be coming in with our regular segment, Click Fish. And up next, look, Matt, I'm going to do things a bit different at the moment. We're going to start off with some hashtag real talk to kick things off. Yeah, very important conversation coming up next. So let's dive right into it. Hey, this is Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. So Matt, got a little DM in my Instagram inbox the other day. I mean, it's sort of full of um, all sorts of odds and ends. I mean, one was from Simpsonized Art saying, hello, my name is Pavel. I turn people into Simpsons characters. I can draw you as a Simpsons character if you share my illustration on your feed. Uh, if you refuse to publish it for any reason, you'll have to pay $100 for my work. By agreeing to barter, you agree to these terms and the laws of your country. This message is legally binding. Um. <laughs> Whoa, that turned serious real quick, hey? So I get that. I get sexy people um, asking me to check out this hot link, um, oh, yeah. which I get rid of. Do you want about people growing your reach? Yes, I get people asked to say they could grow my reach. To all sorts of uh, avenues. Like uh, Mr. Fantastic. Elastigirl? Doesn't Mr. Fantastic, can't he stretch as well? I don't know. That analogy was a bit of a reach really. But um, listen, <laughs> I also got a uh, very nice message from Sarah who um, texted in and s- said, Hey Alex, huge fan, listen to you boys every day over in Canada. Just want to say you sound a little flat at the moment and really hope everything is okay in your world. Heaps of hugs. Um, and that was really nice from Sarah. I mean, mm. well, it was very nice to reach out it, <laughs> if everything was fine. And she said, oh, you're sounding a bit flat. <laughs> it's like, damn. You'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> but Sarah has um, has picked up on something that you feel is actually accurate? Yeah, probably. You know, unintentionally. We are professionals. We try and, um, you know, come here and do our best every day and make you laugh and have a good time. But, yeah, it has been one of those years for me at the moment because I haven't really mentioned this on the pod. But, um, yeah, 
gone through a breakup this year at the start of the year. Uh, me and L, uh, Woods of the Goods, um, yeah, decided to break up and it's sort of been an ongoing thing. We're living together. So there was lots of those kind of things. I was looking at getting back together. Like he didn't talk about because there's so many things when it comes to a breakup. But um, yeah, unfortunately, it has reached its conclusion. Um which is very sad, <laughs> you know. Yeah, come in sometimes and like I'd tell you what was being going on before we hit turn the mics on, and it's just very, very sad stuff. Um, breakups in your thirties hit really hard as well, you know, where you think where it's so it's so unfair because you think you're talking about it's all or nothing. It's like. Are we mm. doing absolutely everything here <laughs> or yeah. will I never see you again? You know, obviously not never see you again because it is such, uh, we, still st- uh, uh, we still are on such good terms. But um, yeah, it's just very, very difficult to, um, to yeah, understand, comprehend, wrap your head around. So it has been some sad times. So I really apologize if, you know, things have sounded a bit flat on the podcast. But yeah, it is, has been... Um, pretty tough going through those and, you know, an election and um, <laughs> trying to do a pod at a, a comedy club and those sort of well, things. Yeah, so, I mean, how was that with the, you know, going through that while you're also going through this entirely massive, insanely important campaign? Yeah, it was it was a blessing and a curse because I find, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that plenty of people have gone through breakups. It can be... Um, extremely overwhelming when you've got a lot to do. You're very busy at work. You've got a lot of things going on. Um, and so to do that whilst you're pretty heartbroken is tough. Uh, there are times where you can, um, it can be a benefit, whereas like you are very busy. There's other things to think about, you know, talking about the price of fertilizer out on, <laughs> you know, farms <laughs> or, you know, crises in, in, um, homelessness or those kind of things do you know have a way of focusing your attention on on that but it is difficult when you know you go through all those things and you want to come back at the end of the night and you know have a hug and have that comfort and have someone tell you it's all going to be okay which has been um a, a real adjustment going back to to that sort of thing it's the um it is the curse of the amicability as well because we've both got so much respect for each other and it's it is just so devastating that it's you know, a relatively mutual thing where you realize, oh, we're just like, the relationship's not bringing as much happiness as it used to. It seems to be a lot more of a grind. We've tried different things. It hasn't worked, you know, and so going part, part ways. But when you, you do have that and there's not like one, you know, earth shattering events, just a sort of gradual um, uh, erosion of that, um, of that relationship you can really think, you can really doubt yourself. You go, why are we doing this? Why is it happening? You try again. It's just the same issues come mm. up. So it's like so sad. And, you know, please rest assured, Woods is still the goods. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and we've been, you know, talking a lot. And, yeah, it's been very, very, very tough, but um, very amicable. Um, so I think slightly difficult as well um, being in the media and this kind of thing because it'd be very tough for her. From her, I'm coming on here talking about the breakup. You know, that's a very difficult, difficult thing to um to have when your partner's out there talking about these things. Likewise, you know, she does music, and fortunately, I've heard uh, at least one. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you going to be? Are you, are you in the, one of the subjects of a song? Yeah, just 
makes you very. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna suck as well because Woods's music is so good as well. So you're probably gonna enjoy the song, and yet it's going to make you feel really bad, like upset. You know? Yeah. Thinking started, about it. Yeah, she start. Well, I think we were at a, a pub one night. She's like, "Oh, here's something I've been working on." And I started listening two lines in. I'm like, no, sorry. Like, it's sounding great. <laughs> it's sounding really good. I cannot be <laughs> breaking down. The guy at the pub, just tears streaming down your face while you order another lemon, lime and bitters. Yes. So. Oh, look, mate. Look, it's, it's, it's a real shame. It's a, it's a real shame to, to see because, um, you know, from an outsider's point of view, you guys were great together mm. and, uh, and I, you know, I just have so much respect for both of you. So, and I'm sure that both of our list, all of our listeners, <laughs> no, that was probably um, correct. Know, both of our listeners, <laughs> <laughs> both of them. Um, so, yeah, we all wish you a. Um, I don't know, not a speedy recovery, just a. Yeah, it's a safe and meaningful journey. Yeah, ahead, it's a, it's a it? real process. Someone was telling me it's like however long the relationship is, it takes half that time to get over it as well. Um, so who knows? I've got another two years of of that to look forward to. But no, it's always going to be a big part of it. And it's been interesting the amount of people I've talked to as well who have broken up and then like years down the track gotten back together again as well. Like it's yeah, who knows what happens in the future? But I think everyone who's gone through knows that it sucks. It sucks so much. You can relish that, but know that there are um brighter times ahead so um i am looking forward to that I'm looking forward to what's the opposite of flat looking forward to being zigzaggy i don't know <laughs> rather oh, than bro, look i mean i know what it's like <laughs> you've done an incredible job i remember and you remember you 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 held me through one of these situations back in 2014 when i first started on triple j mm. and my entire relationship was falling apart and you know you have those nights where you you're literally crying all night yeah. with with someone that you've been with for years, you know, trying to figure out, you know, is there something we can do to fix things or what's going on and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you've just got to, you know, rock up, turn the mics on and be like, hey, it's... coming like a schnitty last night. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> is the new one from the it Rubens. It be really <laughs> tough. So, um, I, you know, I don't think that anyone... Um, Begrudges you for for being a bit flat at times, and I certainly haven't noticed it because you're an uh, you know utter professional. So look, you listening, if you're going through the same thing, if you want to give any words of support to Alex, or whether you want to tell us your situation mm-hmm. right now and how conflicting or confusing or devastating or maybe exciting it is, whatever, however you're feeling, please let us know at matt.and.alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au because we would truly love to hear. Uh, your experiences as well. Yeah, always keep in touch. Always hit us up and we'll keep the, the fun times rolling. All day breakfast. So Alex Dyson, everyone's a little bit chatty about the latest COVID variant. What do you mean chatty? As in- oh, people are talking about it again. You know what I mean? Like everyone sort of got over Omicron. Now everyone's talking about the new one and I've heard... From a couple of people, actually, Comic on the weekend was telling me that everyone he he knows who's gotten it so far says, "Oh, it's a doozy." Oh my god! Well, that's the yeah, this is seriously. the problem because we had the names, we had the alpha for a while. Delta was obviously very big. We got to Omicron. It's all now just Omicron two point I thought we were going down the alphabet. I I thought we had a system. <laughs> Well, look, it's the the uh, the subvariant is called BA point two point seven five. Okay, but 
here's the thing. You might have seen it pop up around news sites uh, as Centaurus. Did you, have you seen this, Alex <laughs> no, Dyson? No, I haven't seen it as Centaurus. You haven't seen it being called Centaurus? <laughs> no. <laughs> here's the thing. It made it on news.com.au. It made it on, Kore- on, a, on a Korean website. Oh. It's in the Washington Post, right? Everyone has been calling it. You know, Centaurus, this latest one. Sounds like a kind of monster you'd meet in a labyrinth and you're getting chased (laughs) through Greek mythology by this. Here's the thing. I thought it was an official name because I've seen, you know, this new variant, Centaurus, popping up everywhere. Turns out just a random on Twitter named it. What? (laughs) (laughs) This guy on Twitter, right, his name's Xavier Ostali. He usually uses his Twitter account to share coronavirus news, right? This is recording to the Washington Post and lots of other um, websites. He just puts out a tweet on July 1 saying, hey, I'm going to call this new variant Centaurus after a galaxy. Um, Instead of sub-variant B.2A, he just decides to go Centaurus. Yeah, exactly. And like, and like he sort of just thought it was, you know, it was a little bit more iconic, a bit easier for people to grasp. Anyway, next thing you know, Korean website, news website says, you know, Korea detects first case of Centaurus COVID subvariant. Right? Has Suddenly, it got like inverted seeing, commas around it or something? Or they just Yeah, yeah, you know, like that. But then the, the, yeah, then then I saw it on news.com.au. This this thing, people have started talking about it all on Twitter, they're calling it Centaurus, and it's just, <laughs> just a, a guy. Just a a guy has just started this worldwide phenomenon. <laughs> but look, we asked you, what have you Claim to invent it, or what? What is you know what? What have you invented, or what's someone that you know invented? It just, right? just reminds me of um, when Doctor Evil's in therapy in um, in Austin Powers, and he's talking about his father. Says he invented the question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm imagining something like that coming through. Lyndon said, "I made slap bands cool in primary school." Wow. Okay. Surely only his primary school. I was wondering who was responsible for that because (laughs) you did it once and it was pretty much over. (laughs) Um, Okay, Rob, the the Spartan tradie, said, um, when you're heading home or leaving a group, I invented the saying, I'm going to do a Christian and bail. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. I've heard that in the wild before, Rob, so congrats if that was you who who came out with it. Naomi said, about 15 to 20 years ago, I invented the phrase, live, laugh, love. No. No, Naomi, you did not. Where did that come from? Like, I'm sure someone did it, but does Naomi have any evidence for this? Yeah, I'm going to have to see a tattoo at least or something, Naomi. Yeah, or I'm going to have to see the bank account from your um, throw cushion company, which is making (laughs) absolutely (laughs) plenty thanks to those couch cushions with live, laugh, love on them. Oh, well, actually, no, Naomi said the phrase live, laugh, love, learn. Oh, I chucked a learn on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, are we going to let that pass? I mean, anyways, and Nick, Nick got in touch with us as well. Nick got in touch with us um, with an audio message. Hey guys, my ex claims that she and her mates were the first ones ever to drop their pants during Eagle Rock at a party and they started the whole trend. Is, is that a trend? The Eagle Drop. You've never heard of the Eagle Drop? No, I don't think I have. I don't listen to that sort of music usually. Well, the first time I heard it was at a college party. First time I saw it happen, it was the Queensland colleges. So the people went to enter UQ. So sort of up 
your area. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's that's Matt. my hood. Uh, that would have been right around my time. This was 2009. Eagle Rock comes on. Suddenly a circle of boys arm around each other, pants around the ankles are doing the eagle <laughs> drop. Okay, this became so popular that I believe it was, was it Tom Ballard's 21st? We did a Triple J party and Ross Wilson from Daddy Cool came and played Eagle Rock live and everyone did the Eagle Drop. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was about 2011 or 12 or something. So it's got, oh it's got a bit of history, God. but if those timelines match up. I'm mate. I'm sheltered. Well, you know what um, I reckon we invented? And it's pretty cool now that um, I don't think we've announced this, but there's a digital radio station called R&B Fridays, right? You'll be able to hear your boys, Matt and Alex, every Arvo on R&B Friday. Get on it. Ooh. But I reckon in a roundabout kind of way, Matt O'Kine, we invented the concept of R&B Fridays, which has become very popular. Oh. Because you remember post-Tuesday weather rave? Yes. We decided to hang up the glow sticks. Yes. And get a little bit filthy in the club with... <laughs> We, it was yes. a cassette tape that our boss had, which was called Hump and Grind, and it had all yes. of these sort of turn of the millennium R&B tracks on it. Um, we decided to put on a Hump and Grind party not long after. Radio Station begins R&B Fridays. Coming off from Hump and Grind Tuesdays. Ooh, this is contentious, mate. Oh the, No, it was the Wednesday Hump and Grind. That's right. We changed it to the Wednesday Hump and Grind. Yeah, it was a Wednesday Hump and Grind, yeah. And then R&B Fridays happen. Do you reckon, do you, do you, is this our claim to fame? I think it's our claim to fame. And now, Matt and Alex, on the spiritual home, R&B Fridays, it's good to be back. None are more qualified. Yeah, you will be able to hear our podcast every afternoon on R&B Fridays. So whether you hear it at Listener, you hear it on R&B Fridays, we get nasty nonetheless. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Click, 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 fish, click, fish with producer Bron. Well, it's time for the one moment in all of our weeks where we just give in to temptation and allow all day breakfast producer Bron to come in and tell us what's been happening in clickbait articles. G'day, Bron. Hey, guys. So what have you been up to on the weekend, Bron? I uh, went down to the beach this weekend. It was... Get in? <laughs> no. There were people... I don't get it. Just Do, wet, <laughs> do wetsuits actually warm you up in the in the cold? Well, they do because you, you jump in, it's freezing to start with, but then the wetsuit holds like a little layer of water between the skin and the wetsuit, which your body warms up and then it feels a lot warmer. That's oh, so I can't it. remember. Did you ever? Did you get in the ice bath in Iceland when we went to that? Spa? No, that was just you. I'm like, you know what? It's going to be cold. I know that. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I got in. I don't know no, if I you, got in. You did get in. You got in the cold ice bath when we, we both oh happened to be in Reykjavik in Iceland, <laughs> and Matt got in the two degree uh, <laughs> ice bath. That was stupid, <laughs> dude. I'll tell you what. This is completely unrelated. Sorry, Bron, to just to hijack quickly, but. For this episode of The Other Guy, we filmed it. It was set in Sri Lanka, but we filmed it in Terry Hills, which is in Western Sydney. I don't know if I've said this, but... I think you'd said one time, yeah. There was a pool scene, and we had to be in the pool for this scene, and it's supposed to be tropical Sri Lanka. Literally, if you watch us, both of the actors, we have blue lips. We are freezing. (laughs) 
absolutely freezing in this Sri Lankan pool. It was so cold. Tough to be romantic at that particular moment as well. <laughs> you're breaking people's teeth because you go in for the kiss. Literally, the scene has a kiss in it. And I'm like, I get to smash teeth together. Far out. Right. Anyways, Bron, um, where, what have you been clicking, mate? So this first one is from the Daily Mail. It was sent in by Sam Collison. So headline, lawyer reveals why you never use self-serve checkout lanes. Not why you should never use, why you never use. But I do. Yeah, I, I do too. use them. <laughs> Me too. Everyone does. So, <laughs> Some places only so have what, them now. Like I went to Kmart the other day, not a real register. And in fact, I bought something from it and, <laughs> the, you know, the one helper that's there for 21, I bought something. Yeah. It was like a pot or something. And then, and then it came through at twenty nine dollars. I'm like, they said it was twenty dollars. She's like, well, I wouldn't have been that. It can, I could give it to you for twenty five. I'm like, oh, maybe I go up and check. It's, it, like, it's like I'm pretty sure it's twenty. She's like, all right, have it for twenty. And I just walked out. I'm like, oh, you just need to, just need oh. to say that. <laughs> I thought you get it for free if it comes in over price. I think some should. places, some places are like that. You bloody should. Yeah, the Port Macquarie one has the actual like conveyor belts. So, like, it used to just be, like, the 12 items or less, you know, the baskets you do it. But, like, yeah, Port Macquarie's got the full-blown conveyor belt ones and you just, yeah, at the end of that, it's just you scanning yourself. Why should we not, Bron? Why why don't we? Or why do we not? So there's Carrie, who's a lawyer from Arkansas in the US. She's gone on to be, like, a viral sensation on TikTok now with people roasting the absolute life out of her because she's trying to explain that... You know, at the moment, people are getting charged, apparently, maybe in America, with shoplifting at self-serve checkout lanes. She goes, some people, there's like three categories. Some people are professional shoplifters. Others are just like accidentally shoplifters. And the other ones are completely innocent. So the last two are like, you've done it by mistake. Right. And so you don't use them so that you cannot accidentally steal. Is that what it is? Pretty much, yeah. So don't get arrested for shoplifting. <laughs> don't they have they have face recognition now? Don't they as well? They, they scan your face a lot of them. Well, yeah. you put on a yellow thing and it comes up with like bananas and squash. It's like I think it can tell the color of the thing that's on the on the thing. Have you seen that recently? No, that's scary. Yeah, she's saying people are. You shouldn't do it because you're going to have to pay thousands of dollars in lawyer bills. <laughs> Sorry, how, stealing. how did this go viral? I don't know. It's it's quite shocking. And also the biggest <laughs> shock is Daily Mail having a headline with like 10 words or less. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to give away the whole story, I guess. What, what, what was the second article you clicked on? So this one's from news.com. Headline, sneaky viral airport hack backfires. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Okay, give us give us a little bit of an indication of where this happens. Does this happen around the check-in area, the security area, or the boarding, you know, part? Uh, that's tricky because to me that would it would be all three. It's <laughs> it's 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 something to do with with I guess when you're when you're boarding the flight. All right, airport hack: helium balloons in your luggage makes it lighter. You can take more. <laughs> Helium balloons <laughs> in your luggage. You pack like four or five helium balloons. Suddenly, you get a little bit of extra weight that you can take to Europe. Thank you very much. I bet it does have something to do with weight um, and getting on. So, or if you if you just don't like, here it is. You get a flight to Europe for free if you just pack 
helium balloons. It gives it a negative weight. They have to start paying you. <laughs> so what is the what is the hack? So there's these videos going around of people who are traveling at the moment and they're stuffing their empty pillowcases with clothes to make it because apparently pillows fly free. I didn't realize that on some airlines. Oh, interesting. Headline says that it backfires, but in the article everyone got away with it scot-free and was saying how amazing it is. The only negative thing is like people are saying, um, you know, if everyone starts doing it, the weight, they actually need to know what the weight is on the plane for like fuel reasons or safety. Right. So if you take your normal bag, but you can also take a second thing, which is a pillow to sleep on, not one of those Mm -hmm. neck ones, like a full size. Like a full pillow. Yeah. Pillow, but if you put you put your clothes in it, it's like a second suitcase that you're allowed to take with you. Mm. Wow, you did that for your Euro trip, Alex. Yeah, I tell you what, that pillow would have bloody stunk though. God, I wouldn't <laughs> put my head on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be going through security. They'll be like, "So, why is your pillow clinking?" <laughs> <laughs> Just a few glass bottles, uh, and then the old pillow. The old duty free. I've never, <laughs> I've never thought about that. That's an interesting hack. I'm going to keep that in mind. But, honestly, Bron, you've bought us some absolute tripe hacks over the journey <laughs> of Clickfish. I think almost you got a hundred percent hit rate of the worst hacks of all time that barely qualify as a hack. This is the closest to being this, something yeah. that I could consider doing. I will consider this next time. Absolutely. Particularly if it's like puffy jackets or something, instead of having to wear so many things, if you just like put a jacket in a pillowcase, that could work. Well, that's it. I mean, sometimes I do sleep on my jacket and you end up with the zipper, like, you know, (laughs) scratching your cheek and stuff. Like, yeah, putting it in the pillowcase is genius. All right. Thank you very much, Bron. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It's been very, very nice hanging out with you. Appreciate all the kind feedback. And don't forget, you can keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex on Insta. All right, bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex.